Despite West Ham's narrow 3-2 win over Leicester City, the Hammers dropped points with a poor 3-2 loss away at Newcastle. Ethan and I discussed the latest transfer rumours as well as our opinions on the European Super League. All of this and more to come on the Talking Irons podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Talking Irons podcast. My name is Jack Hobbs and I'm joined as always with my co-host Ethan. How are you Ethan? Uh, I'm good mate. I'm a little bit tired but you know what? I'm good. Uh, we're recording this podcast pretty early compared to usual. But oh, apart from that I'm really good. I'm good. That's good, mate. Yeah, we're recording a bit early today because we're so behind schedule that we uh, need to start stepping up the pace. Um, well, at least I'm awake for this, you know. Which yeah. is, it's not as if I'm late to the recording of the podcast. No, exactly. Who would have, who would have <laughs> um, Okay, as we're so late, I think we'll speak about the Leicester game, seeing as we should have done that last week and we haven't. Yeah, another, another good game, wasn't it? Went 3-0 up again and then nearly bottled it again. So, what are your just, thoughts? I just don't know. I really don't know what's going on at the moment. We looked, for the first half of the season, for most of the season, we looked really strong defensively. Yeah, but it's just recently solid, that we've just sort of collapsed. shambolic and a bit naff, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we've um, really let ourselves like slip. And obviously, we've been saying that we can't keep doing this. We can't keep doing this. It's going to... It's going to cost us eventually, and it did cost us not against Leicester, but against Newcastle, which we'll speak about afterwards. But yeah, we obviously attacking in the first half, fantastic defensively, were good in the first half, and then in the second half, our defense just let us down again. But they were like silly mistakes, I think, well, especially the Newcastle game anyway. But Lingard got a brace, and Bowen got his third goal in uh, three games against Leicester, so. That's positive that we got Bowen back on the score sheet. Also, Lingard's doing fantastic again. Yeah, I think the only like negative for that Leicester game was game management. It was awful. It really needs to be sorted out. I think there was good attitude from Moyes at the end of the end of the game, saying like he was happy with the points, but he was like really he was quite disappointed with the performance. And I think that's the right thing to do. That's the good attitude that you need to have because defensively we were absolutely atrocious in the second half. And I think. Obviously, well, we now know, especially that needs to be sorted out. But even then, it, it we could all tell that it wasn't good. That obviously we're conceding like two or three goals a game. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, we still get the issues. It's just annoying to see like we play so well attacking. Yeah. And I think Bowen's really impressed me these last two games as well. You know, Bowen's and been good. Like we were saying, like that he's needed that rest and he's done. Yeah, done really well since he's had it. He's had that rest and he's done well since then. So that's um, all we expected him from from him really was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Getting that rest and playing again. Definitely. Um we had the uh, youngsters on the bench. We had Odebeku, Connor Coventry, and um Frederick Alves. They were all on the bench, but they didn't get to play, unfortunately. It would have been nice to have seen Connor Coventry get a little run out, or maybe Odebeku. But um that didn't happen. And then yeah, so I think we'll now move on to the Newcastle game. And uh, I think there's only one word really needs to be said on that. It was absolutely shambolic. Atrocious, really. We, we just really was We, we just, just didn't seem at it. We, we, we were boosted by the return of Ogbonna for this game. And he yeah. looked very rusty, which that needs to go. That needs to be sorted out. Got some tough games coming up. It was just shambolic. It was just... Oh, yeah. Defending was bad. I, I mean... Got to give them credit. The spirit was there for like the at last... the end. Yeah, we, we we turned up at the end, but like that was a big game. We needed to win that really. Like Newcastle have now done the double over us. 
just let that sink in. It's just like the spirit was there once we conceded, well... No, once we, we conceded twice. Time, yeah. And then we scored twice, and I was like, okay, we could possibly win this. Hit. I was, I'm not going to lie, for 70 minutes, I was sat on my phone, bored out my skin, and I was like, Oh, okay, it was awful. I was writing a report on it. It was is, awful. This man. is awful. And then Diop scored, and I was like, oh, hello. hello. Yeah, oh, go on, then. No, oh, but on, then. we went 1-0 down in the 30, 30th minute or and it was a comical goal to concede. It was, it was shocking. <laughs> I think St. Maximum broke through after nearly being taken out by Dawson. Yeah, his shot was almost saved by Fabianski, but like he, he palmed it like into Diop. Diop tried to clear it with his left foot and then kicked it in with his right, and it just trickled over the goal. It, it was just, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was what, like. I think Diop tried later. doing his uh, step over, thinking he was in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, Diop revi- re- redeemed himself, but and then, well, like, I feel so. I feel sorry for Fabianski. To be fair, so yes, he made mistakes. He he made a couple of mistakes, but he doesn't usually do it. I think we'll speak about Fabianski in, uh, later in the podcast because I think that's yeah. topical at the moment. No, but then ten minutes later, we conceded again, and it was it was from a corner. There was another Fabianski mistake. Unfortunately, it was quite a big one. Remind, it reminded me of Roberto. I was getting flashbacks. Yeah, the corner comes in. He it's it should be a very easy catch for him, and he drops it and it goes straight into the path of Jolington. And unfortunately, even Jolington can't miss from a yard out. So yeah, two um, nil down, and the embarrassment of Jolington scoring against West Ham. So <laughs> oh no, not good. But we did seem to finally wake up after that. I think that did help us. We didn't have Mazuaki for that game as well, which I think was a big loss. We didn't have his attacking, his attacking mind and his and his pace. But really, it should be no excuse because we should be still beating Newcastle comfortably. But as you said, uh, Diop got an equaliser around the 60, 70th minute. Was it? Yeah. Good it ball from Bowen. Good header. Great header. Yeah. We saw it against. Was it last week? Yeah, against Leicester, he scored, but it was um, it was ruled offside. Yeah. It was like. A really good header. 73rd minute and then Lingard scored in the 80th. Yeah, and then we, we, we got a penalty in the 80th minute, which we weren't expecting. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't see it at all. And then VAR picked it up and it was deemed to be a handball. And yeah, Lingard stepped up and smashed the penalty away, thankfully anyway. But yeah, that brought us back level 2-2. The momentum's on our side. We're all thinking, oh, fantastic. We're going to go win this now. We've got 10 minutes to go win this. And then Newcastle scored again, literally about fifty seconds later. Like it was, it was embarrassing. Joe Willock came on, headed home, but oh, embarrassing, really. How do you lose? How from that point again do you lose it? It's just, it, oh, it doesn't make sense. But before the goal went in, I think was it Diop made an absolutely fantastic goal line clearance from Murphy, wasn't it, to deny him on the, It was literally he'd gone past Fabianski, he was beaten, and then. He made a fantastic clearance on the line. Was it him or Johnson? I think it was Johnson, weren't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but anyway, it was that was Collie, but obviously didn't matter in the end because they scored. But I don't think we had a proper attempt after that, did we? I think our heads just went down and we just condemned ourselves to the loss. Yeah. No, there was no fight after that. It, it, was, it, was, it was a good amount of fight to get us to 2-2 and it looked like we were going to win. But then as soon as third goal went in, like, I just sort of killed it and... Yeah, Steve Bruce has won twice against us this year. I mean, it's just oh. oh. What annoyed me was the fact that I don't know if you saw the video of the guy saying that Newcastle had the better squad than us. Oh yeah, no, that was so irritating because like it makes it seem like it's true. 
Even though it's not, even though they've it's done the double overlooks. It's just but if you look, though, on paper, people who was missing for that game. Yeah, we had a lot of people missing, obviously. And it's a maximum well. quality. He he absolutely ran the game for them. He was great. Mm. He he deserves to be a much bigger club than Newcastle. But um, yeah, oh, no, it was so irritating because they're all saying how they're better than us. And I was quite nervous going into it because they were all so convinced that they were going to win. You know what I mean? They were just yeah. literally convinced. And I was like, Oh, how do you know? Like, I'm, I'm worried. And yeah, it turns out they're right. But some of them were even thinking they were going to batter us like four or five, like nil. And to be honest, yeah. in the first half, it probably could have been. Easily. It was like, how does that, how does that happen? But um, it was f- so frustrating. Yeah, no, we, we have to bounce back against Chelsea because we have to get something against them because then that will put us back into fourth. And that really puts us in a really strong position for Champions League because Chelsea are fifth. Well, Chelsea were fifth, they're now fourth, but we're now fifth. Do you know what I mean? So putting some points between our direct rivals, but yeah, no, crucial game that is. Yeah. It's like Chelsea Chelsea looked up pretty dull affair, really, weren't it? The Chelsea game the other day. Yeah. Jeez, I've never watched a more boring game of football in my life. And it was like, (laughs) don't get me wrong, Chelsea looked very good defensively. Yeah. But if they're playing that good defensively, they can't like, not really playing that well attacking wise either. I don't know. It's going to be still going to be a tough game, really. We need to definitely be on top form for that. And yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Okay, should we move on to our favourite area? Transfer, Transfer time. <laughs> um, all right, then. So I think to get started with this, talk about a striker target we spoke about before and who we're rumoured to go for in January. And that's Celtic striker Edson Udouard. And um, apparently, according to Football Insider, we could get him for as little as eight million pounds this summer. What do you now, think? Now, why don't we get what we on about? That's a wrong Celtic striker. There's only one Celtic striker we need. Oh, we want a jetty back, don't we? You want a jetty back? We do not want a jetty back. Never given the chance. Never no. given the chance by fans. No, but he's done nothing there now, so we don't want him back. But <laughs> yeah, eight million pounds for Eduard. What What do you think about that? Eight million for Eduard. What a steal, That'll especially steal. with. But he's still, like, how long has he got left on his contract? Do you know? Is it a year, a year or something? Also. He wants to leave. But, yeah, so a year or so left on his contract. Do you think, number one, do that's true? And number two, do you think he would be a good fit for us? Good fit. Pacey Young has the same kind of qualities that Antonio does. Yeah, yeah, you could say. Except Antonio is a bit more muscly and can just run in behind. Yeah. I think he'd be good signing, especially for eight million pounds. Social verdict on that one, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. All right. Decent. I'm going to give that a yes as well, to be honest. Um, next one is Andre Silva from Frankfurt. It's been said that he will be sold this summer from Frankfurt. He has a 25 million pound release clause. He's scored more than Haaland this season. He's got 24 goals in the Bundesliga, um, and we're interested. Would he be worth a go? Would he be worth a shot? Yes. Now, if you said million. this a couple of seasons ago when he was at AC Milan, the answer is no. Yeah, definitely. He was. Well, he... he's come on leaps and bounds at Frankfurt. Obviously, he's signed there on loan initially, now permanent. Yeah, they made him permanent. I think what was it? It was quite a low fee. It was under ten million. Something like that. No, but I think he'd be quite a good signing. But it's one of those. But would he fit us? He seems to fit Frankfurt very well. But would he fit us? Mm, people are saying it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be Holland again. Yeah, they will say that. No, it's not because they're totally two different, two, two, two totally strikers. different players. But 
and you're like, mm, yeah, but Andre Silva works in a different way to what Harlot yeah, did. Sorry. Exactly. But no, he'd be very good. more direct on goal rather than yeah. yeah, yeah, I get you. Kind of stays back a bit. He's a bit more creative as well, Silva. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I think it's one of those we don't know how how it would turn out until it happens, obviously. But he could be a good signing. He might flop, but for twenty five million pounds, worth a go. Worth it, yeah. Yeah. Next one is a very exciting one in my opinion, and it is potential return of Jao Mario. His um agent has contacted West Ham about a move so he would potentially be on a free this summer Moyes rates him he was great under us last time what are your thoughts I, I'm personally very excited bring about him that. back get yeah, Jamal Mario back I've been saying it for ages the one player every single time someone asks me what's one player you could bring back permanently that you had on loan and my answer would be Jamal Mario because he was just brilliant it was quality was, for us. Like he was one of my favourite players. That absolute stunner against Southampton. Yeah, against Southampton. Got deflected one against Leicester. Or not, well. Who cares? But no, I wasn't was deflected. No, was oh on. no, that's the Kurtu one that I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm thinking of. Oh, the, it was such one. a good goal. Um, that was honestly one oh, of my favourite goals that I've seen live. That was. I love Jamario. He was brilliant. I'd be desperate for him to come back, and I think that would be a really good signing for us. Really smart yeah. as well. He's box to box midfielder. Gives that cover for. Um, Rice and Suchek. We could even play a 4 3 3 holding as well. That's the thing. Exactly. He can play, play, he can play literally field. anywhere in midfield. He's creative as well. He scores goals. Get him in. Sign him. Get him back. Bring him home. Especially on a free. I'd, I'd, I'd pay money to have him back. And if it's on a free, that's even better. What, what business that would be. Yeah. It's just like on free transfer as well. Such a good player. As you mentioned, he's attacking. He can play like a CDM role. Box box ball, just an all round midfielder, really. Exactly. I think if we got him back, even if it's a free transfer, even if it doesn't work out the second time, then it's still depth. How old is he? Like 26, 27. I think he's about 28, 29. Let me give you, let me check for you. But he is 28. I thought so, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he's just 28. He's only just turned 28. So he's a, Euro- he's a European Championship winner. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. So get him, get him back in, bring him home. Yeah, I think next one is another uh, another free contract player who this rumour came out yesterday and that is about Besiktas striker Vincent Abu Bakr. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Abu Bakr, yeah. Abu Bakr, yeah, that's it. Apparently, rumours coming from Turkey saying he signed a pre-contract with West Ham this summer. 29 years old, has 15 goals and five assists in Turkey this season. What would you say for that? Sounds good to me, but it's the Turkish league, and sometimes, yeah, we've seen it. We've obviously Everton signed uh, Tolson, and that yeah. didn't kind of work out. Tolson started well, to be honest, though, didn't he? he got four he started goals well, four but games, then he kind of just slacked off, didn't he? Off, yeah, one of those really. I think on a free, that would be good depth, as in like a backup striker, because then that gives us. He, yeah. he definitely has ability, so that gives us more money to go towards a marquee signing. So. <clears throat> Bellotti. Um what? yeah, so I think that would be that'd be decent that'd be a decent deal. Squad depth has some sort of European experience. Yeah. I see you shaking your head that I said Bellotti there. Yeah, I was just shaking my head at Bellotti, but we'll discuss that at some later point. What's wrong with Bellotti, man? Don't what know. I just mm, I don't know. I'm fair too much. mind about Bellotti, that's fair, fair enough, fair enough. 
Um, next one is about a current West Ham player, Andre Yarmolenko. And apparently we're in talks with Dynamo Kiev to send him back. Apparently they want him back. And oh no. It looks like we're going to um, you know what? probably get rid of him in the summer. Fair play because he did spend like most of his career there. He's yeah, he spent a lot of time there. 250 appearances? Yeah, loads of time there, I think. So he'll, fit, he'll fit in there wonderfully. Yeah, I that'll be... He's, he's done his credit. He's done his work. He's. I yeah. think he's been all right for us. He, he hasn't has. been the best, hasn't been the worst. It's been injuries that have ruined him, really. I think yeah. he could have been really good, but it's unfortunate. But yeah, I think it's probably the right time to send him back to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We'll see how much money we'll be able to get from my doubt would be anything like over... Because he hasn't even seven. signed a contract extension. Is he still on his original contract as well? Oh, I think so. How long was he here for? Three or four years? I think this is his four. No, this is his third. I think he has one year left on his deal. We got him in 2018, so this is his third year. Yeah. He scored seven goals in 44 games, which isn't bad. Well, yeah, it's all right. It's not bad, but not great, but... I wouldn't class him as a flop because his injuries have damaged oh, him. Yeah, and I think he could have been a really good player, really crucial, especially in that first season if he'd not got injured and that second season. But it's one of those. Um, now we're moving on. We're talk- we said we'd talk about Fabianski earlier and I think we'll talk about him now. So obviously he's getting on now. He's 30, 35, 36 years old now. It was his birthday the other day. Happy birthday, Fab. But obviously, he's getting older, making more mistakes, getting more injuries. I think it's probably time that we replace him in the summer. And I think the club are looking to do that because I think it is time to get a new first-team goalkeeper. Yeah. I was wondering, who would you want out of these two? Because ex-West Ham United employers said we're interested in both. Out of Sam Johnston and Ariola from Fulham, who <sighs> out of those would you be wanting? It's tricky. <clears throat> it is a very tricky thing because... Not just have both. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd go possibly Ariola because I think he just looks better with his feet than Johnston does. Mm. I, I like both of them. I'm I like personally... both of them, but I think Ariola looks better than Johnston does. I really like we both need of a them. Keep, but... We need a keeper who can play with his feet. Yeah, I agree. I would, I'd want Which both of them. I'd want both Which of them. Which is but... what modern keepers need, you see. We need a keeper who can play with his feet and out from the back. Yeah. The goalkeeper that I would want us to go for is Sam Johnston because he's available for five, sorry, seven point five million pounds, whereas I think Ariola is available for about twenty. Yeah, and so there's not that much of a difference in my opinion. And if you can get one for seven point five, why not do it? Do you know what I mean? I do really like both of them, and I wouldn't be disappointed if we got Ariola. Quite the opposite, but yeah. Because I think Johnson's made the most saves on in the Premier League. Yeah, he's re- he's really good. I I wanted him. Uh, we were interested in him about three or four years ago, and I wanted him then. But yeah, no, I think either of those would be a quality quality um, replacement for Fabianski. And then obviously Fabianski can drop down to second goalkeeper. I think Randolph will just become a training keeper because obviously his injuries yeah. have been even worse than Fabianski's this season. Fair enough. And I think yeah. I think Fabianski getting as you say, we do need to replace him. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and it's okay. Moving on, I think it's come out that Moyes doesn't rate Ben Rama, which I think we all really knew. And he said he's willing to give him another season, like another season, and another chance. But I think that's stupid, seeing as he's not really been given a chance anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not been given that solid string of games to actually have a go. And when he has played, he's been really good. So I don't see what Moyes' issue is here. Do you? Yeah, I think. I think we've not really given him a chance, really, and that time to really get into the squad. 
and integrate with it because it clearly looks to me like Moyes favours Fornells at the moment. Yeah, he does. But like Fornells has been Fornells has been playing well. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But we can't afford. Ben Rama hasn't been given a chance because if you're going to put Ben Rama on the 70th, 80th minute, he's not got time to make an impact. That's exactly. the thing. He's not like he needs to start and he needs to. Yeah, like we need to start him in the, in these final games. He needs to play. Because if we don't if we don't get Lingard realistically, if we don't get Lingard next season, would you play Ben Rama in that cam role and four nails Definitely. out wide? Yeah, yeah. Or even give Felipe Anderson a chance out wide. I don't know. I'd rather keep Anderson for depth. Do you know what I mean? But also at the same yeah. time, he's going to be able to maybe bring in about fifteen hey, million who pounds knows? to go towards maybe, signings. Maybe maybe Anderson will play up front. Oh, no, no, David Moyes, you. you never no, know. No, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, depends, obviously. I think we will get Lingard in the summer, but I think, obviously, what we're going to talk about next might affect that. Because I wouldn't mind us getting Lingard, sticking Lingard on the right-hand side and have Bowen up front or something like that. Yeah, but not permanently, because we need we need a striker. But um, maybe for the end of the season, yeah, yeah. maybe doing that. I'd and play then... Bowen as a striker, yeah, and then put Ben Rama in the cam, but I don't think we're going to play a back four, right, are we? Because we've got Mazuaku and Cresswell. I think both of them are injured now, aren't they? So we might have to play back. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. If you could sell one, either Mazuaku or Cresswell, who do you sell? Oh, that's tough, days. Yeah, I'd go based on four Mazuaku, I'd sell mm, because he's injured prone. I don't think so. I think they've sorted that out now, haven't they? His knee. Yeah, but. Mm. Clearly, he took a knock again, hasn't he? Mm. I don't know. That's tough. We'll move on to whatever you were going to discuss anyway. Obviously, last couple of days in football has been mental, to say oh, the least. Oh. I think <laughs> we're going to have a little it's talk shocking. about the Super League. I was so I didn't actually see the initial announcement because I was too busy uh, making gains at the gym. Fair uh, so I didn't see the actual announcement till I got out. Yeah. I was like, okay, what is this absolute shambolic thing that's happening? And I was like, okay, this just makes no sense for football. And it, it's just shocking. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but I just was like, okay, one thing, we're going to get Champions League. Second thing yeah. was, why? It's just greed. It's absolute greed from every single club that was involved. And the only reason they've now withdrawn is because of fans protest. If, if those fans hadn't protested, if those fans hadn't put the pressure on, Hmm. We'd still be in the situation. I'm gonna tell you that I think that's probably wrong because they would. The only reason they have left is because UEFA has paid them to leave. But that's alleged anyway, isn't it? I reckon that's. that's not, I reckon not, that's completely true. But obviously, fans have had a massive impact, and I agree with you. I yeah. was, I was furious about it. I think I was, I was really upset about it because I thought obviously it's gonna be the end of football as we know it, and I think a lot of people felt like, the same. And it was, it's just absolute. Like, I knew multiple fans who were like willing to numerous people who were willing to support other clubs rather than yeah yeah no, I've got, I, had, um, I had a mate who was an Arsenal fan who was going to go Bournemouth Man United fan who was going to go Kettering Town yeah and a Man City fan who was going to go for Leverkusen because yeah <laughs> a bit random but yeah yeah no, I've got I live with a City fan he was he was livid about it he was um threatening to go and support Salford but I've got a mate who's an Arsenal fan and he was all for the Super League to be honest really what a I don't you're know just why. An idiot. But, like, yeah. If you're actually in favour of the Super League, you're a bit of an idiot. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, you're not, proper, you're not a proper football fan. Hope you're listening, Lewis. Yeah, no. Obviously, it's people's opinions, but obviously they're the wrong ones, in my opinion. Yeah, no. It was just I don't know what they were expecting. Like, yeah, yeah it's just 
why? What's the point? If you've got a good system now, why ruin it? And it looks like they're going to ruin it anyway because they've now reformed the Champions League into like Speaking a massive table. League. Yeah. There's no group stages. Speaking of the Super League, I've just found a really, really entertaining Twitter account. It's called Things That Lasted Longer Than the ESL. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. So uh, one of them's uh, an example is uh, that time KFC ran out of chicken. That was three days. Tottenham's 2020-21 title charge, that was 16 days. Yeah. And Leeds United's new badge, which lasted four days. <laughs> so all three of those things lasted longer than the ESL Super League. Yeah, well, that's a good thing, obviously, because... Oh. Thank God that's that's done and dusted because all, all well, the clubs. In more important news than the English Super League, Jose Mourinho has left Tottenham Hotspur. Oh yeah, he got sacked. It was rumored to be about. And the Ryan Super Mason League, is going to win true. the League Cup for Tottenham, isn't he? You uh, can see it now. No, you can I see don't want Tottenham it. winning the League Cup against no, City. I hope not, but. And it'd just be banterous. It would be banterous for Ryan Mason. Yeah. At twenty-nine yeah. years old to come in for. One of the best managers in the world and win no. the league cup. If he does, it'll be such a fluke. I don't think they will. They can't. It, it's they can't. No, they can't. But it's probably gonna happen. Yeah, no, obviously, thankfully the Super League's done. All the six clubs have pulled out of it. They were rumoured to be getting sanctions. Well, they need to still get sanctions for it. Like there's been talks about point deductions. Yeah. They were being talked about them getting expelled from the league. Obviously, if that had happened, West Ham would have won the league. But um you never know if they get massive point deductions. That might still be on. You never know. West Ham might actually be title challenges, but we'll obviously have to see what happens with that. And I think by the next podcast, I think we'll we'll know what sanctions the top six are going to get. Well, not the top six, the, the greedy six are going to get. But they need to be big punishments, otherwise they're just going to do it again. Like, what's going to stop them from doing it again? Exactly. Yeah. And there were things coming up today, like like just as bad, like talks about an English Super League that includes Celtic and Rangers in it, apparently. There's like a replacement for that and I think that's just equally as ridiculous. Like, what's the, literally, what's the point? Right. Exactly. But I think something we can discuss more, but Celtic and Rangers in the English game, I'm for it, like, I see, I see why. What I was saying about that was maybe... the fans and they have, like, obviously. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think what I was saying with that is maybe to include them in a cup competition, which I think is right. Yeah, so maybe like reform the Carabao Cup or something like that, because not a lot of people care about that, unfortunately, now. Like get the League and Cup, get like a Welsh side, like the yeah, new exactly. same team. Like you get some, you can get some like... Get an Irish side and get some Irish sides and get some Scottish sides in there. That might actually revitalise the League Cup and it yeah, makes it a exactly. nice tournament. Do you know what I mean? I think Even get be... some non-league sides in it, I'd say, but then... No, I don't think, I think that's a bit of a stretch, but I think... Definitely invite like like some of the Scottish sides and maybe yeah. some of the Irish sides. I think that'd be quite cool. But like what I'd like to see is like you know the FA Vars and the FA Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Get the winners of those in it, because that could make sense then, because they've won a trophy and have the right to obviously go into the League Cup. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. So we'll move on then to this week's game, I think. Yeah, yeah. We um take on Chelsea on Saturday at five thirty. Thankfully we've not got the early kickoff because yeah. As Gandhi once said, never, never back, back West Ham. Yeah, never back the early kickoff. Never back the early kickoff. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking about this game? Uh, I think it's going to be a tough one because Chelsea, and I'm going to say, look really good under Tuchel at the moment, defensively anyway. Yeah, they definitely do. I think they've and got I weaknesses, but. They've got weaknesses, but they're very good defensively under Tuchel. Yeah. And Tuchel's come in and he looks like a proper manager who's going to come in and take them somewhere. Yeah. I think they'll do 
business. I think they're going to do bits next season. I think they probably get, will. I think I think they will sign players again in the summer, heavy priced ones, and I think yeah. they'll I think they'll kick on next. Yeah, I think next year they'll probably. You're looking at Chelsea's favourites for the Premier League. I think next season. I think you could do. And I know I shouldn't really say that as a West Ham United fan, but I think they'll be up there next season. I agree. I agree. I hope not. I think they'll be top four, maybe competing for the Premier League next season. I think they're going to win the Champions League this year. I really hope not. I think they're going to win the Champions League this year. (laughs) I hope not. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens, obviously. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard to break them down. But they can be beaten because we've seen it before and that was under Lampard. Yeah. Obviously, we've got Ogbonna back now, so that's a positive. We've got Ogbonna, so we strengthen. And negative. Plus, Dawson's that, missing, though. Dawson's missing. Yeah, we've got no Dawson because he's got a red card against Newcastle. So, that is, I'm not going to lie, that's probably, it's probably a good thing. So, <laughs> he's, we'll he's see what been, happens. We'll see what formation. Yeah, hopefully, definitely. he goes for an attacking formation. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But Dawson's not been good for a while. So, I think that's probably a good thing for us. But I think another bad thing is that we're going to be missing Cresswell and Maziwaki for that game. They're both injured. Yeah. So I think we are going to have to go to a back four because I don't see who else can play. 100%. Yeah. There's not a lot that can be done there. So that might hopefully give Ben Rama a, a chance. So got fingers, keep fingers crossed for that. I think it's definitely going to be a tough game. But I can see us doing well. I can I can see us getting something from it because yeah. it was a good home record against Chelsea under us. And I think, you know what? I'm going to say two on West Ham because, yeah, we'll win the Champions League next season. We need to be in it to win it. So I'm going to say Bowen and Ben Rama with the goals and Lingard with both assists. I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm going to go. I know I shouldn't. It's the first time I'm doing this. I'm going one 0 Chelsea. Oh, I'm sorry. I know I should back. I know I should back my own team in here, but from a no, obviously you've got to be got to say what you think. Genuine start, perspective, anyway. I think that Chelsea might win this one. They might do, but obviously and I'm not. going to go probably like Mason Mount to score. It'll, it'll be Tammy Abraham, you know what? It definitely yeah. will be if like if he plays. He's, he's that been time. he's been com- he's been completely like ousted from their oh, squad yeah, throughout the last month, and they'll bring him back in and he'll score, which he is will. typical. And then we'll sign him in the summer. But yeah, probably. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me, mate. Yeah, Wouldn't so surprise me. I'm going two one. You're going one nil Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's it for today. I think we've covered everything we need yeah. to cover. Been a bit of a short one, but. It's been a bit short, but we've got through quite a lot in that time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies for this being out late. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure to check out our other podcasts on Spotify. Check out our Twitter accounts. And yeah, come on your wines. Come on your wines.